0: What is going on everybody? Jordy Cannell here. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the fun V Tailgate presented by Thunderblogsports.com, a part of the Bullpen Cart podcast feed. It is myself and Mike Clark of the Pilot Season Podcast breaking down the NFL playoffs. Wildcard weekend is here. We also break down the College Football National Championship. This one was a lot of fun to record. We dive deep into into all seven games this weekend. You're not going to want to miss this one. As always, though, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. Search the Bullpen Card on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Wherever you get your podcasts, smash that subscribe button. Leave us a nice five-star review so you do not miss any of the 2021 podcasts. Follow us on Twitter. ThunderBLG is the handle for the podcast podcast. Thunderbox Sports on Instagram and join our Facebook group. It is where you can be a part of the conversation. But enjoy this episode everybody. Enjoy all the football. And here we go. episode of the fun v tailgate podcast here on the bullpen Cart podcast feed i of course am the g-man jordy Canell, and joining me because maddie d realized about 12 hours ago that today is ukrainian christmas is a good friend of ours he came on earlier this year as a guest picker you may also remember him for his baseball expertise is my good buddy michael j clark mike clark the host of the pilot season podcast how are you my friend
1: E-Man, always a pleasure, brother. I'm doing great.
0: That is awesome to hear. Appreciate you filling in. Like I mentioned, we're going to talk some football. We obviously have a lot to talk about. An eventful Week 17. the The Wild Card Weekend, now featuring six games, including one on Nickelodeon, as well as the college football playoff national championship game after one dud and one kind of dud, but thrilling upset, if you will. We're going to start in the NFL, though, and... We'll start with a little bit of the fallout of Week 17, mainly because I think most people are expecting us to talk about the Eagles. And first and foremost, I don't... It would not have shocked me to hear that the Eagles would have tanked for a spot. What shocked me, though, which I think it shocked everybody, was the the weird benching of Jalen Hurts in the fourth quarter, which I don't think was the right thing to do. I think if you wanted the, the spot, which Doug Peterson came out and said he was playing to win, so apparently that wasn't it, but... Play Sudfeld the whole time, um, but you could tell Jalen Hurts was pretty, pretty upset about it. Jason Kelsey came out today. I don't know if you saw this, Mike, and said that there was no confrontations, even though that was reported previously that there was. Mm. So it's kind of a weird fallout from this. As a kind of a shaky and disappointing year from Eagles football comes to a close. What did you think of this whole situation?
1: Uh, so. I, I, think this could have been handled better than it did. Um, I think if after the Dallas loss in Week 16, Peterson just said, "Hey, listen, like, you know, it, it's it's a lost season. Uh, we want to see uh, what we can get from Sudfeld in Week 17, so we're going to start him against the Washington football team." I, I don't think people are going to be as upset about this. No. You know, it probably wouldn't have been the NBC game. They probably would have uh, made it Arizona and and, um, uh, and and the Rams. But I, I just I, I think that the way that it went down uh, was wrong. I I, I I don't. I I'm not a proponent of the tanking. I understand that. Um, you know, a lot of people disagree with me about that. I, I just, is there a market difference in the NFL draft from nine to six? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I I don't know if there's like a huge difference there. And uh, it, it depends on what they're going to do with that pick. It's just, there's no guarantee that who you're going to pick at six is going to be so much better than who you're going to pick uh, at nine. Um, I don't want to hear any belly aching from the Giants, though. Like, I, I know that there are some uh, tough talking on Twitter from Eli and some current Giants as well. Like, I don't like what I'm seeing right here. You know what? Like, w- win seven games. Like, you don't exactly you don't get to feel entitled to a playoff spot when you go six and ten. They should have, um, could, you know, they 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 they, they blew that uh, Thursday night game against your Eagles, where the Eagles had no business pulling that out of the end. Like, Giant fans, if you're upset about how the season ended, you should be looking in the mirror and not at what happened Sunday night at the lake.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with that. It was definitely interesting being on there, on Twitter, and, and on a couple different Facebook groups that I'm in that feature a number of New Yorkers. Uh, they were all pissed off. They were really pissed off Monday. And I, you know, a lot of them there were some that were level headed being like, I didn't think this was gonna happen, the Eagles had a shitty year, and I didn't think they were gonna win anyway, but this still hurts and, and yeah, I get it, but like blame the NFL more for making it the Sunday night game. You know what I mean? Like yes. if it's if it's happening at the same time, if it's if they're both snuck in at one o'clock and you're paying attention more Frankly, I would have been paying attention more. This is why I'm saying it. To the AFC North chase with the Browns almost blowing it to the Steelers, which apparently Steelers fans had problems that they sat their players, which I completely disagree with. Um, yeah. But. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's no buy. What are you kidding? Yeah, me? yeah, there's no buy. You're not playing for a buy. Apparently, they were no, upset. The, the they,
1: Pittsburgh had no buy because of the whole like, COVID. Thing. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like, you need a good buy. Good.
0: Exa- yeah, you need to, you need to rest, especially Big Ben. But if you don't. I don't know. If that game isn't the Sunday night game, I feel like this is a lot less of a big deal. Although it's still like still sitting your players is all over the board in terms of tanking from six to nine or going up from nine to six. Again, I think if it's not the Sunday night game, I think that's much less in Doug Peterson's head, whether or not he wants to say he was trying to win or not, you know, and I don't know where, how he comes out and kind of gives this, you know, she, you know, kind of weird answer to it the the GM of the Eagles. And I don't know, it's it's something where there is so much I don't want to say parity between the picks really outside of the top few. You know, if you're not getting the premier player at that position, now whether or not DeVonta Smith is a number 6 pick as a wide receiver and the Heisman trophy winner, that can be a conversation that Matt explains to me cuz he's so much better with prospects than I am. But I don't know to, you know, I don't know too if it's you know, what the financial compensation, if how much more you have to pay that way. I mean, there's a lot of decisions to be made there. So, I don't know. It, it's something where I get it. Like, having a higher pick sounds better and everything. There's no lottery, so there's no risk of, you know, that you're purposefully losing a game, pissing off a bunch of players, you know, not and potentially not getting it. But it's more the pissing off the players thing that I think is really the big takeaway. And, you know, Kelsey can come out, and he came out like an absolute pro. Of he's the one who owned it. He basically said, you know, you know, it's not, you know, Nate's a, you know, Nate's a competitive guy. It's not his fault. He had a 10-year veteran who gave him a bad snap on the second drive, basically owning up to that fumble and all this sort of stuff. So, you know, that that seems like the the pro move to do. So what the actual fault is, I, you know, I don't think we'd actually expect it to come out like some sort of, you know, a reality show or like, uh, you know, you might hear, like we've been hearing about, you know, a couple of years from now, we probably aren't going to get a LeBron and Kyrie who really, who really was the hero kind of storyline. We're probably not going to get that, but Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's definitely, it's going to be something on people's minds, especially when the Eagles and giants play the first time next year and probably going into training camp too. If, if there is a slow start, no matter who the quarterback is, first and foremost, there's going to be a, did he lose the locker room? Is he, is he on the hot seat and all this sort of stuff, whether it's from the Philly media who you can talk about what they, their contribution to the season was or the national media.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, flags fly forever, and he'll always be the coach of uh, the Super Bowl winning team, and you can never take that away from exactly. him. Exactly. Uh, and you watch a lot more Eagles than I do, uh, but I, I, I think Peterson, for, for, for a little bit, has been kind of resting on his laurels a little bit. And, oh, and
0: I totally like, agree.
1: Harry, like I was the Philly special guy. I was the aggressive guy. I'm going to you know, go for it when a field goal in—I'm in the red zone and the field goal is going to tie the game. It's going to go for it and yeah. roll hurts out to the to the left and take away half the field. Like it's just like it's it's. And I know that um, I know that Seth Joyner, like after the game, had like a lot of, like, had yeah, a, a he, lot of yeah, a lot of opinions. Yeah, he was he
0: was ashamed to be associated with the Philadelphia Eagles organization. And for those that don't know who he is, longtime Eagles, you know, longtime Eagles guy. And basically, you know, the guy that a lot of fans go to immediately after a game, you know, football fans, obviously, you know, you don't get your own personalized broadcast because it's nationally broadcasted, but you flip it over to your own channel. This is the guy that a lot of people go to. So for him to immediately come out and say that is you know, pretty damning.
1: And, and you know what? A lot of attention has been on the Eagles side and what happened. You know, credit to the Washington football team. They were leading when uh Pierce made the switch they helped they 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 won the game yeah. they were you know they they were probably the best team in the NFC East uh, all season and you know it's, it's a great story with Alex Smith and you never knew if he was going to like walk again let alone like lead his team to the playoffs Ron Rivera with cancer like I, I you know I I I'm happy for uh the the football team
0: I am as well and, and for a lot of what you just said and they kind of they had their own slip ups, especially against the Giants. That's the crazy thing. They had the two losses. The one where the mm. Giants storm down the field at the end of the game, Daniel Jones with an Eli esque drive, and they lose by a point. The football team yes. does. So I mean, yeah. they win one of those games. They're eight and eight. The Giants aren't even close to being in it. And you know, people aren't as upset about the seven and nine. team where, their you know you,
1: you know, Riverboat Ron kind of showed up for that first uh, Giants loss where. Uh, they, you know, uh, they went for two to, to win. Yeah, you're right. That is so how to, it happened. Uh, going to OT. Yeah. That's yeah. right. So
0: um, I completely I so yeah, so flipped it, the script it's... on what happened. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, whether or not, uh, you know, we'll get obviously to the, the football team Bucks game. I, uh, I, I am curious. I want to hear your opinion. Are you fine with how the NFL does their playoff format? Are you a it should only be the top eight te- or top seven teams in each conference or? What, how do you come down on that? With no,
1: the I'm, 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 I'm happy with, uh, you know, I, uh, yeah, you get an extra treat for winning your division, uh, regardless of if it's hot garbage or not. Like I'm fine. Like you win your division, you earn yourself a home game. I have no qualms about it.
0: Yeah. I'm in the same boat. It's uh for me, it's, it's, the math kind of explains it. You play six of your games in division of 16, uh, plus, the fact that your division has its quote unquote own schedule. They have a division yeah. in each conference they're designated to play. You can say all the stuff about, you know, fourth place schedule, thir- you know, and what whatever, which you can also make towards the AFC, where the teams that were, that all are the wildcard teams that won double digit games, all were in the same division as the Jets and the Jaguars. So you can throw that out there, too, mm-hmm. although the Colts lost to the Jaguars, notably. But I totally agree with you there. It's, it's similar to baseball, how you play 19 times four games in your division uh, this year, obviously this past year, obviously uh, notwithstanding of how different that was in which needing it was, was certainly needed of a division winner. Um, but you know, when you have that, you need to have some sort of reward for it. Like you said, an extra treat, you know, in basketball and hockey where it's, they make sure you play every team twice and then they go from there within conference and division. I understand why the one through eight, or I personally even think one through 16 matters more, but, I'm fine with the football team in. You could, I could have the debate of whether or not they need a home game, but, you know, I'm fine with them in. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But before we wrap up Week 17, we talked about the Steelers. I'm glad that, you know, we don't really need to jump into that more. We're on the same page. I don't know why people are upset with that. Literally, like, I have a couple friends here. They weren't the ones upset. They were the ones who were saying the Steelers need to keep playing for the buy, and then this is way before they lost to the Bills or anything like that because mm-hmm. they lost the buy because of all that. So that's that's where I fell on that. Uh, I did want to get your thoughts on the Patriots from this year because last we spoke to you, they were in the mix, and then you know this was way back, I believe in October. And then, uh, you know, obviously the rest of the season happened. So what were your thoughts on the Patriots this year?
1: Yeah, so you know it, it was it was a, a transitional year who's definitely um, not what I am used to. And, and you know, people roll their eyes when I say that and they, like hate to hear uh me you know say things like that so yeah so they went seven to nine this year i i had been pretty adamant uh throughout the off season um i was the uh the, the pat's uh preview guest on the 32 fans podcast so you can go back and listen to that if you'd like uh but but i i, I was very um it was very clear that I thought they'd be irrelevant this year, and and some of them irrelevant irrelevant. Uh, <laughs> I, um, you know, I think the 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 Cam experiment is over. Uh, I think that uh, both sides are kind of ready to move on from that. Uh, you know, I, I, Cam was definitely not happy with um, not you know I don't think he was upset at being a pet necessarily, but like I don't think he loved playing football at the time of COVID. Like he was away from his, 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 his kid. Like he just wasn't, he wasn't happy. And so I, I, I wish I could say, oh, like the future is brighter uh, in New England and they'll be back. Um, I don't know about that. I think there's a dearth of talent there. I think that there aren't a lot of uh, great, players building blocks for the team so i i don't know um i know that uh casario just uh signed on to be uh the the texans gm i think it was yesterday yeah and so uh we uh we shall see i'm not uh optimistic with their future right now but uh i don't know we uh we shall see that's not a, a Great answer, but that, that's what I can give you right now.
0: <laughs> Do uh, the opt-outs coming back, or hopefully, obviously we don't know where we'll be with the pandemic, but yeah. hopefully coming back, does that give you any sort of optimism?
1: I mean, a, a, a little bit. Um, you know, the, the, the defense will be better than it was this year, but a lot of the opt-outs are already getting up there in years, so like, sure. I don't know how much of a future they might have. I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll uh, we'll, we'll, see. we'll do, see.
0: Do you have a? And if you don't have a player, but if you have a position for the draft on a wish list, do you have anything like that?
1: Um, I think that. See, I don't trust them to draft skill position guys because um, the last few that they drafted in the first round in Nikhil Harry and Sony sort of Michelle. Uh, I like Michelle more than other uh, Pat fans do. But they—they—they um, yeah, they, they have been great, you know. It's—it's. Uh, y- 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 it's, I don't know. Re- receiver is such a hard position to project from college to the pros. Like, I—I I, I know that it's just in one season you're not ready to give up on Jalen Rager, but like, do you ever think like? Justin Jefferson was the pick after that. Like, we could have had Jefferson.
0: Oh, Jefferson was who I wanted really badly, both because of how much I love that LSU team and just I thought he'd be a great fit. He seemed awesome, and then he was awesome, and it
1: hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't trust them to draft a great uh, running back or receiver. I'd love for them to get, uh, like, an edge rusher, someone who – uh, is young to play opposite Vinovich, who I think is good, but uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see. I know they're always in the market for tight ends as well, so uh, that's what I'd get. I'd say an edge rusher or a tight end is what I'd like to see them. Uh,
0: very um, nice. Yeah. It's a bummer, yeah. Matt's not here, and this is another thing we can uh, we could have called it the, the Ukrainian Christmas miracle of asking Matt of <laughs> who's a who's a uh sixth rounder that we can deem the Patriots chosen one that they can pick. Yeah. And really yes. get that I know that's a part of my take joke they made, but I wanted to take it one step further because Matt would know the player. Yeah, yeah. But uh <laughs> but you know, he's not here. So Ukrainian Christmas. Hurts us there. All right, so let's jump in. So this weekend obviously we get a ton of games and the Saturday afternoon game, granted there's the nickelodeon game which hopefully is good of but course. the first game yes they'll be kick off the the colts and the bills i'm incredibly oh. excited for this game i think it's gonna be a lot of fun bills mafia gets to go to the game which awesome for them they get i think it's 6700 people into i think it's just called bill's stadium now no longer new era field and
1: before yeah, that i think I, it was uh, ralph
0: wilson back when they hosted the winter yep. classic um but this, I think, this is gonna be a really fun game. I know the Colts have had their ups and downs, especially getting into the playoffs. But I think Josh Josh Allen's looked incredible throughout this year. Obviously, setting all sorts of different records, beating you know Jim Kelly and Drew Bledsoe and the different records that both of those guys set as as uh, you know definitely a uh, before their time quarterbacks. I'd be a little concerned with not the greatest rushing attack. I know Devin Singletary and Zach Moss have been a. F- a, a serviceable duo, I'll, I'll put it that way. But I think the Colts' defense, to kind of use a Matty D term, it is a little more feisty than it gives off. I know they had some, some kind of strange games in there. Uh, the biggest X factor, obviously, comes down to what Bills' defense do we get and what Phillip Rivers do we get. Uh, so this mm. is going to be fun. I, I'm very excited for this to kick off the playoffs.
1: I am as well. Um I think it's you know re- regardless of how many fans uh, are allowed actually like in the stadium, uh, it's it's going to be hopping in Orchard Park uh, earlier on Saturday. Um, you know, B- Bill, Bill, I'm I- I'm happy for Bill's mafia other that some people will actually be able to be in attendance for this game. Um, I really like. I I, I truly think that the Bills have been the best team that I've seen in football since like the halfway point of the season where they had the two game stretch where it was uh, two games at odd times where uh, they lost the games to Tennessee where, you know, Tennessee kind of handled them pretty well. Then they lost, and that was a Tuesday night. And then the week after, I think it was a Monday afternoon and they lost to the Chiefs in kind of like a nondescript game. Uh, and then besides that, uh, besides the the Hale-Murray game, uh, Buffalo has run the table. And yep. they, they've won convincingly. Uh, they have looked really good doing so. I know you talk about, oh, the rushing attack might not be great. Uh, you know, Allen is such a weapon uh, with his arm and with his legs. Uh, and I have to say that of the... Team still in the dance right now of the playoff teams, uh, the trio of um, the the trio of uh, of Digs, Beasley, and John Brown. Like I, I put that up against any trio save uh, the Bucks right now. Where yeah, I think that those three are so dynamic. Like Beasley out of the slot has such a great year. Digs has been unbelievable, um, and then uh it's it just uh I really have been impressed by what the bills have done this season on offense um and the the Colts are such a workmanlike team where the Colts might not aren't always going to be the most dynamic team like you might if you flip on a Colts game like they they, they might cut they might put you to sleep a little bit and that's not. I'm not taking a shot at them. Like they, they went 11 and five. They had a very effective year. And uh, the 200 monster of Taylor and Hines are very good out of the backfield and they have a, a good defense and they're, they're, they're a solid team, but I'm not as excited about them as I am about the bills where I think that the bills can really, um, give Kansas city all their worth, And I don't think the Colts can do so where if the Colts win this game, uh, and they have to go into Arrowhead the next week. Like I, I think they get exposed that week. but it's it, it's definitely an intriguing first game. I will say.
0: Yeah. That you kind of put the nail on the head there that this is, this is something where if the Colts kind of figure out the, way to stop the bills similar to how Tennessee did last year of figuring out the, the, the formula to stop the Baltimore offense, stop Lamar Jackson, put Mark Ingram in his place and all that sort of stuff. You know, they go in obviously the next week they play Kansas city and, and you know, kept it somewhat close for however long of the game it was there, but then Kansas city came alive. And I feel like it would be kind of like that of, of what happens if they were to pull it off. You mentioned it though, that wide receiving or trio is absolutely unreal. Cole Beasley just finding a complete renaissance of a guy who you know it, it wasn't that he was bad or anything. I think he was. I think he's been Josh Allen's top receiver every single year. He's been in the league, but okay, incredibly great this year. Um, you know, however many yards he's gotten, and then Diggs worth every penny of that draft pick you send back to to uh, Minnesota. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I uh, I really you know I'd like to see a good fight out of the Colts, but I feel like this is going to be something where kind of like what we were just talking about. They, they probably play this close in the first half and then they don't necessarily have all the wheels to keep it going. And Josh Allen is just the difference maker there between what he can do on his feet. And when he unloads, it is uh, a sight to be seen. So I, I like the bills here to cover the full six and a half points. I know that's a lot in the playoff game, uh, but I think this is going to be a high scoring game. And I think sadly, the, uh, the, the Colts just don't have the, uh, the shoes to keep running with the, bu- the bills.
1: Mm. Uh I feel the same way. So I I will take uh I will take Buffalo minus six and
0: a half. Awesome. Yeah, Matt thinks Buffalo will win, but he thinks Indy's gonna keep it close. Uh I tried to get overs from him to see what he thought of the, the scores. Normally he does that when he's not on, but uh he just has Indianapolis plus six and a half. Uh but so I flip flopped which games were the afternoon in the NFC. I thought the Nickelodeon game was Saturday. It's Sunday, that's when the Bears nope, play Sunday. Yep. Yeah, that's when the Bears play the Saints. The Seattle Seahawks hosting the L.A. Rams. This is going to be a game that, uh, I don't know. I, I really don't know what to think of this game because, for one, the over-under set at 42.5, which you'd think could be a you know, slam dunk, but the Rams, we're not sure if Goff's playing, and I don't know. They, they obviously got it done last week against a Cardinals team that you know had a hobbling Kyler Murray and and everything there and I don't know I I liked the Rams a lot prior to the injury and and everything there I I really don't like Seattle's defense even though they played a lot better in the second half of the season but just something tells me that that uh you know the winds are changing in in this year of where Russell Westbrook started off so astronomically hot and they were slowing down it really though just comes down to who's playing in this game
1: yeah um for me, uh, th- this is like a game where, like right before kickoff, like get the Keurig ready because you're gonna need some shots of espresso. That <laughs> you know, to, to, to... I I think this game could be a slog. Um, I have been wholly unimpressed from with, with Seattle's offense for most of the second half of the season.
0: Oh yeah,
1: uh, they. It's it, they, they they've just been kind of going through the motions and like yeah they went 12 and 4 and it, it, it's it kind of to me reigns hollow to like it reminds me of last year's Packers the ones that went 13 and 3 or something but you, you just kind of knew that they're like They 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 weren't there like there's nothing a switch to be flipped and like they weren't there yet and and, yeah you know Russell usually will step up in games like this and I I think that um you know his his playoff numbers speak for themselves and I I just I don't know like I, I I feel like they played like two weeks or two or three weeks ago. Right. And then the final was like 15 to 12. I I just, I I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't know if either of these teams are going to explode.
0: Yeah. It's something where, and you hit the nail on the head with the Seattle offense where they were so boring. In the second half of the season, I had a uh, no, really were not that anybody cares, but I had Tyler Lockett on my fantasy team. And for so many weeks, he'd have these, you know, one week, he'd have two touchdowns, then he'd stink. And then he would have three touchdowns, then he'd stink. And then you just yep. kept waiting for him to have that explosive game again. And, and he just wasn't doing it. And, you know, woe was me. I kept starting him when I had other guys on my bench that I could, you know, hopefully hope on, but yeah, it just, you know, and that's kind of the story with the rest of them. I mean, even DK Metcalf, who he looked like he was having a a incredible season, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and he slowed down, which I feel like I don't know, as he did, the season did for Seattle's offense. But you mentioned it. They went 12 and four. They figured out how to get it done. Uh, yep. And a lot of that is their defense and how well they played. It, and, you know,
1: it's. Yeah. When he's, when he's been on the field, Adams has been a complete game yeah, changer. Yeah, that's a good like, point. You know, you could argue, it, you know, that he was worth the two first rounders or whatever they ended up giving the Jets for him. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're not, you know, the, all the, the names from Legion of Boom are gone, but, you know, they're still, uh, you know, they, they, they really, they, they've turned the corner from, the first half of the year, the question mark was the defense where it was like, yeah, they're going to be able to score a lot, but like, are they going to be able to stop teams where it's now flipped to. And I, I feel like it started the week that, uh, that Colt McCoy like went into Seattle and like won that game for, uh, the giants against Seattle, uh, in front at, at, at Qualcomm. But, um, I, I it, it's they they flip to now where the defense is going to carry the day, yeah. Unless Wilson's going to like have one of those vintage Russ games, um, I I will still always believe that if they have the ball late in the game and they're down, like I'm going to believe that Wilson's going to drive them down to you know score the winning touchdown and just. Yeah, yeah, I I, I I agree with you that the real question mark is Goff. Like, is it going to be end up being Goff, uh, or is it going to be John Wolford again? Uh, and you know, Wol- Wolford got the job done uh, on Sunday. He you know got got a, got a big win, and you know he he was not bad at all. Like he you know he was serviceable, but I think a good Goff is definitely. Uh, an upgrade from from John Wolford. Uh, I loved, by the way, I don't know if you saw this, but the tweet over the weekend about um, uh, John Wolford's, like, last game. Uh, I was going to ask you Wake... if
0: you saw this, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. With the last game of Wake Forest, we had, like, a big game, and his number one target was Matt Chains. That was, like, really yeah.
0: cool. Yeah, Emily sent yeah. me that, and she, or, no, I found it and sent it to her as she was recording her podcast, and it got dropped mm-hmm. on there. So I had a contribution yeah. to uh to another podcast this week, so felt up. really cool about it. Have. Yeah, yeah, Matt James, The Bachelor, uh, you know, good week one, I would say, was a quick uh yes. Bachelor recap. Good week one, um,
1: <laughs> yes, yes,
0: but yeah, no, it's uh,
1: Emily, by the way, probably uh, uh busy uh, watching uh, the end of this uh, Sixers Wizards game.
0: I bet. Oh yeah, she is. She uh so she with Liberty Ballers, the Sixers sb Nation site, she had to do the the Twitter the other night for it. But because she used a new computer and and I mistakenly thought it was because of Slack, but she had to get the, the verification code and it only goes to the managing editor who was like not, it was MIA. So they did not have the Twitter, but I think she, uh, you know, she made up for it obviously with the, the good podcasting and everything, but yeah, she's, uh, she's all in whenever they're on. I mean, the, the, when they were in the bubble and now, especially now that they're back, it's, um. Uh, Nothing is going away from it. That's why we, we had to wait until Tuesday, to, or last night, uh, we're recording on Wednesday, What to watch uh, yeah. the premiere of The Bachelor because of that. So you know her yeah. priorities are in the right spot.
1: There you go. There you <laughs> go. Um, another, another key for this game is uh, if if Cooper Cup is going to be able to play, yes, good I, point I think too. I read a report today that he uh, that he should be good to go on, on Saturday. And, that you know, if, if Cup and um, – Woods and Reynolds are all like good to go, and golf is behind center. Like uh, you know, I, I think uh, you know, I think the Rams should be able to uh, keep this one interesting.
0: Yeah, it'll uh, it will be because the the Seattle Seahawks were thirty first in the league with passing yards of allowed a game at two hundred eighty five, which I feel like for thirty first in the league it seems like a low number. Am I just like thinking yeah. that that uh, that the bad games really aren't you know? aren't outliers I guess they they are or they aren't outliers uh in terms of averages but both teams very good rushing defenses which I think uh you know this will have to be done somewhere there but somewhere in the air but uh I don't know I
1: I know we're both I know we're both supposed to be unbiased pickers right now yeah but on the other hand I know both of us don't really like Seattle very much. and would love to see the Rams. Win I'd the love game. to see the
0: upset, but it's also like Russ been here before.
1: Yeah. 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 He's, he's burned it too, too many times. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> it's like, it's something like we're just waiting. Like we're going to say like, Oh, there you know, someone's going to shut down DK Metcalf. And then he has a three touchdown. I mean, speaking of other wide receivers, the Eagles passed on. Then again, everybody passed on DK Metcalf, but he's the one yes. JJ Ortega, white side, uh, Really also a stinging Eagles wide receiver when you uh, look at guys <laughs> from the 2019 draft. But, yeah, I, I am going to go with Seattle to cover this. If Goff plays, I'm, I might change it when it comes up. Push comes to shove of shelling out some coin. But uh, for right now, I'm going to take Seattle minus three and a half to cover this, as is Matt. What are you thinking?
1: Um, I am going to go there. And awesome. I'm going to uh, pick uh, the Rams to cover the three and a half. I love like, it. I wouldn't be shocked if this is a twenty-three twenty Seattle final.
0: Yeah, that's why I think that's why it's three and a half It's because like this has like screams, like could be an overtime game, something crazy yeah. goes yeah. on, there's a defensive yeah. touchdown or you know, something crazy. Um, yeah, I, I want this to be a much better game than it could have been. If you told me they were playing in the playoffs, however many you know, 17 weeks ago, I would yeah. think, uh, oh, that's I would think second round game. Seattle maybe is the one or the two seed hanging in there. Um, And I think
1: that's going to, I think that's going to be a trend for some of these games where like, we would be more excited to see it a little, or like not at this point, but you know, we'll get there. We'll talk about them.
0: (laughs) Um, So final game of Saturday, the Washington football team, you mentioned it traveling down or no, 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 they host, we talked about this before, they get the home game, they get Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, they rode Favorite by eight points. Uh, we mentioned Washington football team. Great season, great story. Come in with I uh, I don't know, you know. They definitely have a chip on their shoulder of a. Uh, you know, we're the seven and nine team. We, you know, people don't think we should be here. Blah blah blah. Uh, interestingly enough, all three seven and nine teams now have been the Saturday yes. night game. Did you realize Ooh.
1: that? Um, no, I thought that the that that panthers team i thought was the the 4
0: saturday were they 4 no? 30 oh, okay maybe i'm wrong i remember I being i remember being well, it,
1: was, at... it was them against it was john skeleton right or whoever yeah. the Ryan finley maybe yeah, yeah, yeah whoever was replacing carson palmer yeah, yeah they
0: yeah. were the afternoon game they were an game. afternoon okay i remember being at a bar i mean that probably says something about uh 25 year old me that <laughs> i was at a bar um at 4 30 in the afternoon on a saturday but uh but I know I know the beast quake was a Saturday night cuz I was working at Lehigh basketball yes, game that when 100%. that happened. Um I was in the radio station while and I think I turned down the basketball game that I was working to hear the when he was in the middle of the run to hear the announcers. Uh side story there. But yeah, so this game obviously Tom Brady back in the playoffs, huge, what do you want to call it? A bounce back year, change of scenery, whatever. Incredible year with the, with the Bucks. Obviously they uh I don't want to say they stumbled coming into the playoffs. Because they obviously, you know, they won some games, but they kept it close with a few of them. Um, and there's been, you know, there's question marks around it of, of this, but I don't know. This is a, uh, this feels like despite, you know, injuries with the Bucks and, and things there, this doesn't feel like it's going to be that competitive. But then again, we've thought that about every other under 500 team and they've ended up winning. So I don't know. What are you thinking about this game?
1: Yeah, so uh, you know, going back to the the, the football team, um, I, I you know Terry McLaurin is you know he's he's got some special skills and it's another one that <laughs> that both of our teams could have had easily. Yes, uh, and I would I would be happy with Terry McLaurin right now, uh, but know, yeah, Terry McLaurin's really good. Um, I Love Antonio Gibson. And I you know I, I hated the fact that he kind of was out for a couple games when they uh, you know lost a couple. Uh, close ones because uh, his performance on the Thanksgiving game was so dynamic, and um, yeah, I, I, I think that he's going to be special in this league for for a while. I hope so at least. Um, yes, and you know, uh, the, with with sweat and young on the defensive line, like that's, you know, they're they're gonna they they're gonna be in Brady's face a little bit if if um if the Tampa line can't can't uh, can't cover, um, I. I Think Tampa's too good though. I think yeah, that they... that's the thing. Uh, I know you said they kind of slipped down the stretch, like, yeah, they that's I why I'm back in that, yeah, that's that why I Cowboys wanted to like game, walk it back,
0: as I was saying, it. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but you know, they they destroyed Detroit, they destroyed Atlanta, and yeah, they, they, those teams are that great, great shapes. But you know, they have uh, a win against the Packers on their resume. You know, a lot of teams can say that because Packers only lost three games this season. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I think they're clicking at the right time. I know that um, the prognosis for Mike Evans wasn't terrible, and that there's a chance that he might play. No, like structural damage in his knee, but even if he doesn't, you know, you have Godwin, you have Antonio Brown, you have Gronk, you have Scotty Miller, um, uh, uh, Ron Jones has been running pretty well recently. Uh, Fournette had a big game recently. I think that. Um, Their their defense has been better, Uh, I think, with JPP and Sue on that line. I think that they're a tough team to run against as well. Um, Yeah, I I think that – I think Tampa wins this game going away. But, um, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm excited to watch. Uh, And I know that, uh, you know, speaking of – you know, uh, pardon my take jokes – Uh, I I know uh, Brady's prime time record this season. Yeah, that's um, a good
0: point. I forgot about that.
1: I, uh, you know, I, 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 of course, I I, I trust him in the playoffs. Um, And uh, yeah, I think that, I think that it will be, uh, it will not be two years in a row that uh, Brady uh, flops on that first Saturday night of the playoffs.
0: So hilariously, that Patriots game I did not watch because it was during Matt's wedding. And we found Ooh. out they lost. And a few of our friends are, are Patriots fans live here now but are from Boston. And uh we all we all had a couple cocktails and we're we're going we're getting after it. Then, uh, <laughs> you
1: know,
0: obviously the Eagles got their due the next day, but uh we had a good time at Matt's wedding. He uh he's a big Tom Brady fan though, so I think he was a little sad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh no, you mentioned it though, that, that they have the weapons they obviously on offense and then defense too. Um and it's just something where maybe McLaurin has a big game, but this is another thing, going back to what we were saying with the Bills and the, the Colts, that I don't think that Washington has the speed to catch no. up with it. The uh there's no pun to go with football team. Um they don't have the 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 cannon the cannonballs or the the firepower firepower there it is uh to get to go off with the buccaneers there where even if they start to get it going you know alex smith is playing well i mean obviously we've seen him do well before and he's had great seasons and and i know you know he was banged up and and obviously came back for that week 17 game against the eagles and and everything there but it's it's tough to think that that's going to be the difference maker when how good Brady has been with these different guys. And yep. I don't know to, to think that they're not going to be slowed down when even in Eagles defensive line that didn't have Fletcher Cox and you know, a number of other guys, you know, Brandon Graham was playing and he's, you know, a pro bowler and obviously had, you know, has some big spots on his resume too. But you mentioned a number of guys who are still producing at a high level that are there and it's hard to think that the, the football team really hangs on. Maybe it's a good first half. Then the second half pulls away. Uh, yeah, I, I love to see a a close game to close out the first day of mega wild card weekend, but I I got to think the the bucks take this thing by a mile and cover that eight point spread.
1: I agree. I have, uh, I the bucks covering as well.
0: Yeah. Matt, Matt does too. I don't think that's really a shock to anybody with how much he loves Brady and, uh, how much he dislikes NFC East teams. I think it was with you I first pointed out his uh, <laughs> his tendencies with NFC East games. Uh, so Sunday afternoon, we move over. And another another team who always seems to play at this time, obviously last year they had the bye and they played on Saturday night. But the Baltimore Ravens, when they're in the first round, always seem mm-hmm. to have that Sunday 1 o'clock of wildcard weekend yep. game. Uh, they're playing the Tennessee Titans. They are a three-point road favorite. And this is, uh, I don't know, this this could be the game of the weekend. Uh, Titans, obviously, Tractor Cito heating up, getting over 2,000 yards. Uh, the Ravens really have a big chip on their shoulder. This is the team who obviously knocked them out when they seemed unstoppable. It seemed like we were in for a, a collision course of Ravens versus the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. Titans stopped them dead in their tracks. Uh, yeah, I think this is going to be a really fun game. I know two defenses that probably want to prove something. But are going to have a lot of trouble doing that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, v- Rabel Rabel isn't scared of Baltimore. I think no. he's proven it that you know, he's, no. you know <laughs> with the one of the playoffs last year where they really like the the, the final scene that goes closer than it was. Like, no, they punched him in the mouth. Like yeah. the the t- Tennessee had control of that game uh, from start. Uh, of course, uh, you know you can't forget uh, the meme of, uh, Derrick Henry, just, uh, just, just stiff arming, um, uh, Earl, uh, Earl Thomas, uh, that, that's always gonna, like, be in my, my memory, um, and yeah, like, awesome for, uh, Derrick Henry to get his, uh, two yards, uh, on uh, Sunday, he's, you know, this, this is, like he's never going to win MVP because it's, it's a quarterback thing and it's going to be a rod, uh, but just a, a great season uh, from Henry. And uh, you know, again, we, we're going to, you know, borrow from BFT, but uh, it, it is tractor casino season. Like he, he lives for the playoffs and he's going to come in hungry and he's going to want to, um, you know, run all over Baltimore again. And uh, they, they, uh, so Tennessee had a, had a big overtime victory over Baltimore. Uh, this was in the middle of when Baltimore was kind of going through kind of their swoon mm-hmm. a little bit, and, and they really raided the ship uh, since that Tuesday night football game uh, against uh, the Cowboys, uh, where uh, they, they they won that uh, pretty easily. And the next week, yeah, probably one of the games of the year that 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 Ravens Browns game was unbelievable that Monday night. Um, easily. So easily yeah. game of the year. so they they've looked very good recently. The Ravens like are definitely coming into the playoffs hot um again. Look at their opponents recently, you know, they they, <laughs> they they beat up on the Giants, they beat up on um they beat up on the Bengals, the Jags like they they really stumbled through the middle of their schedule when they were playing a lot more physical teams, teams they might see in the playoffs. You know, they lost to the Chiefs. They lost both games to um, to Pittsburgh. Uh, they lost to the Titans. So, uh, yeah, they, they, they're... Yes, they are, are are performing very well right now, but uh, I want to see them do it on a big stage. Uh, I, I know that, you know, 0-2 does not a career make, but, you know, Lamar hasn't done it in the playoffs yet. Like he needs to like have that game where he's going to kind of ball out. And uh, yeah, um, I, I, so I know that um, uh, the, the the great Chappelle uh, from the RTP class of 2020 uh, just is a big, uh, he's a big Baltimore Ravens guy. Uh, and And through parts of the year just was calling for Greg Roman's job saying that Mark Andrews can't catch a cold. Like he just, very, he was very down on Baltimore for a while. Um, whereas Tennessee had a, a almost typical Tennessee season. You know, they had gone nine and seven three years in a row before this season when they went eleven and five. But um, they they just they have so much trouble getting off the field on third. Like like they, 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 their defense just yeah. is not that stout. And I, I can't. I, I I'm having a hard time picturing if you know Dobbins is running wild. If Hollywood is able to like beat one of their corners for a long yeah. pass, like I don't I I'd love to see Tennessee win. I just I I'm it depends on like it can't just be Derek Henry alone. Like we need to have a Connection from Tannehill to Brown, kind of like the way that you know they, they, they threw the like ball at the end yeah. of that. That was such an amazing, amazing play last week to end the game. Um, so yeah, I, I, I AJ Brown needs to show up. I think that, like, that there are players on the offense that need to kind of match Baltimore punch for punch in this game. I think it's going to be uh, a great game. I'm looking forward to this game a lot. Yeah, I am
0: too. I think this is going to be really fun. Um, you mentioned it, though. Like, who else will be the difference maker for Tennessee? Adam Humphreys isn't playing. He was a guy who has made an impact and, and certainly did last year in the playoffs. You know, Corey Davis, who at times this year seemed like he was stepping up, you know, kind of, I don't want to say pittered out, but, you know, we haven't heard a ton from him. Jonu Smith has <laughs> been a, a favorite target of Tannehill throughout this season and last. Um It's funny, though. Like, I didn't realize Tannehill had 3,800 yards this year. I mean, he still had a a pretty decent season. But a lot of that is is A.J. Brown. Um, But, I mean, you said it. The defense is – it's not what we saw last year. The the formula they found, it's going to be really hard to replicate that just because of – you mentioned it. They're not a good third-down team. They let up Mm -hmm. yards all over the place. And, I don't know, I'm trying to find a a good – you know, other rushing attack player to say, we'll shove it down their throats. I mean, obviously they still, have, you know, Ingram and everybody, but I don't, you know, I, I don't think it really matters. I think Jackson, I feel like this is his coming out party. And I think this is going to be a punch for punch game. Cause I don't think Baltimore's defense, you know, they've been good this year. They're the seventh best defense in the league in terms of yards against, uh, don't, don't allow a ton of points. That uh, you mentioned a lot of that it has to do with their, uh, opponents down the stretch. um, where they let up only 10 more points in four games than they did against the Browns, where my point in bringing that up is they played bad teams, and when they play a really good team, another playoff team, they let up 42 points. Um, But this is going to be something that that I think both teams really want to prove something. There's going to be a lot of scoring, probably a lot of jitters. I feel like this might be a highly penalized game. I don't know if it's you know, probably the start nerves. I don't know if this turns into the, the rivalry we all want to see again in the playoffs because you know, the, 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 no, I almost at the Bucks. the Titans have, have their number and the, the Ravens want to prove something, but I, th- I think this is going to be a really good game. And we're going to see a lot of points, a lot of stuff thrown on the board. Um, in terms of a pick it's Baltimore minus three and a half. I'm going to go Titans plus three and a half. I don't know if they win, but I think similarly to what you were talking about with the, uh, seattle rams game i just like this game to be close because it's going to be high so high scoring i just think this is something where you know whoever has the ball last probably ends up winning maybe on a last second field goal maybe it ends up being a touchdown that makes a difference you know at the very end maybe a walk off but uh i do like tennessee plus three and a half here
1: yeah um i am back and forth between head and heart right yeah, here I, <laughs> I am too <laughs> um I think that uh, screw it. I'll, I'll pick. I'll pick Tennessee to cover as well.
0: There you go. Uh, Matt <laughs> picks Baltimore here, and I think he's been he's probably been pretty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's probably right, but it's he's also been pretty against uh, the Titans throughout the season. I think part of that is because he fell in love with the Colts so quickly, which uh, you know he picked them to to. Cover their spread against the the Buffalo Bills, almost at like the Buffalo Sabers. Different podcast, different almost time, almost that time of year though. Um, but yeah, th- th- this is gonna be a fun game. I think this is the uh, the appetizing game of the weekend. But we finally got to it, Mike. The Nickelodeon game. The Can Bears <laughs> going to New Orleans. I can't wait for this <laughs> either. It's also on CBS at four forty on Sunday. But everybody's gonna watch the Nickelodeon game. The Bears go to New Orleans, and this is going to be something, uh, you know, the New Orleans, the the big favorite of the the week, uh, bringing in a lot there. Drew Brees, it's now heavily rumored he's going to retire this year. Um, Mm. No fans in the, or no, there are a few fans in the Dome, but uh, Alvin Kamara, obviously, uh, before, you know, obviously was out with COVID this past week, but. Uh, Before that, the last time we saw him, he had enough stats to uh, fill a stat sheet for three games. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Of course, we're talking about a lot of people's fantasy championship winning game of six touchdowns. The Bears, though, come in. Let's talk about them for a minute. They uh, reimagined their offense where they had to sit Nick Foles. Of course, if you watched this on Fox, you saw the – the Ferris wheel graphic that they used of showing all the different players. And of course I mean, uh, the game being at soldier field, Troy Aikman going, it's a little cold for the Ferris wheel. Don't you think? And Joe Buck goes, yeah, I think it might be Troy. Uh, <laughs> Trubisky coming in though. He comes back and it didn't look terrible down the stretch. I don't think Alan Robinson really, no,
1: I, I, he, he, you know, if you throw out a, and... Can't really throw it out, but
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> with the outlier of the Packers game, like Trubisky's looked good down the stretch.
0: Yeah, this is the guy they hoped when they, you know, obviously, uh, all the different jokes that can be said of who they who else was on the board when they traded up to get him. Um, mm. You mentioned football memories ingrained of teams that we don't care about. Uh, I was at the draft when it was in Philly, and the Bears made this trade, and the entire Benjamin Franklin Parkway let out a collective. <laughs> Oh, Like it's like you know, the Super Smash Brothers when they grab the when they grab the, the ledge. It was like one of those. It was nuts hearing that trade with them and the 49ers. But he's looked good. Alan Robinson putting a real exclamation point onto his season, I thought. And David Montgomery, mm. the re-emergence, after really a bad first half of the season, they give it to him after he has the, the quote unquote run, another PMT joke. The run yes. against the Packers up at Lambeau. And then really just you know, kind of showed, Hey, this is why the bears took me and, and why I'm, you know, so highly thought of. And, and another, you know, to quote again, the Troy Aikman, Joe Buck game of, this is a guy that that they want to be a, you know, Derek Henry light, that kind of guy that can run it and shove it down your throat and go that way. So I think that's, I mean, he might be a a reason the bears stay in this. It might be, I think it's gonna be low scoring. I I don't feel totally confident that, uh, this is going to be a complete blowout. I feel like we think the Bears are gonna are either gonna put up a dud or or maybe try to hang on here, and it stern, starts turning into a shootout. And the the Saints run away with it. I know you know it might be Breeze's last season and all this sort of stuff, and Kamara obviously doing what he did. Somehow Latavius Murray, what's tr- the- thrown on as the stat leader for yeah. running backs? I guess he has more rushing yards, that's why he's on here on Yahoo. But mm. um, that's nuts to think about. But uh yeah I, I don't know something's telling me what's the over under here it's 47 and a half uh yeah I, I don't know it, it the odds are saying it too it's -115 versus -106 m- for the over um but yeah it's uh I don't know it's I just have a feeling either the bears put up a dud and the the saints just know hey we don't need to overexert ourselves here let's you know they're not going to tank you know, going back to the top of the show but you know they don't need to try to have Drew Drew throw a shoulder out or anything like that and sure. give it to Kamara to just keep in Latavius Murray to just keep the clock moving. But I don't know That's it's a 10 point spread according to the Yahoo sports book. So I'm a mm-hmm. uh, no, no free ads, but I, I don't know. This is, this is a game that I'm excited to see just mainly because of Nickelodeon, but I don't know. I feel of like course. it's, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be a weird game. I, I don't know if it's going to be a slog necessarily. Cause I think it's going to be close.
1: Uh, um, they, so they, they've already played this year once before, uh, was that game in New Orleans or was that in Chicago?
0: I believe. not remember,
1: in... but it was I'll an overtime check. game. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think that, yeah. So the, the Bears definitely, uh, backed their way into the playoffs. Uh, but I, hmm.
0: It was in Chicago. It was at Soldier Field.
1: Okay. So what's the what's the latest on Michael Thomas? Is he out for this game? Is, how, how long is he out for? Do we know? Uh
0: yeah, I I was under the impression he wasn't playing, but I can tell you in a second what the uh, the new mm-hmm. the latest is. Uh ooh, he's not on the Yahoo report, but let's see Michael Thomas. Uh let's see. He Michael Thomas returns to St. practice ahead of the wild card game. So he he was practicing on a limited basis. So he's been reinstated from the COVID list and all that good stuff. Um, So I would think he tries to suit it up, but who knows? Mm -hmm. I mean, they, he's not played in some games and the saints have been just fine. And, and I know obviously there's all the rumors of him and true priest and whether or not they actually like each other. Um, Mm -hmm. But I, I don't know. They, They could just turn this into, you know, a Jared cook, a, you know, the, Disappearance yeah, of, of Emmanuel but, Sanders and see if he does something. Yeah,
1: this could be, you know, this could be a big, um, a big taste in hell game. Uh, yes. You know, but... Uh, I, I... 10 so many points. For, so for much in the, in the
0: playoffs, yeah.
1: Um, I'm going to be a baby and I'm going to pick New Orleans to cover, um, but... You know, I, I would love for this game to be competitive. I think Nickelodeon deserves it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, we want to teach the children of the world a good football game. We want to show them...
1: And in, instead, instead of uh, um, uh, Gene Steratore, uh doing the, uh, you know, the officials, you know, if they needed an official to come in, uh, it should be Mo. It should be more or
0: Oh, my God. Could you imagine? I hope that's, like, a surprise that we don't have, that Mike O'Malley and Moe or Quirk... Are like secretly on the payroll for this week, and they're good yep. to go. And yep. uh, Mark's Mark uh, Summers is, is hanging out there. He's ready to go. Mm-hmm. He slimes mm-hmm. Camara at the end of the game. Uh, who else was a good host?
1: Oh, it's all.
0: Who's the Figure It Out lady?
1: Uh, Summer Sanders.
0: Oh, Summer Sanders. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Olympic
0: Cairo. Yeah. Uh, oh man. Yeah, but I am gonna pick the Bears. I think this is a close, low-scoring game. It. it yeah, they're probably yeah. gonna be like like the Notre Dame. Bama game that it's like hanging in there. I don't know if Chicago has a backdoor covering in like, it's uh-huh. just a dud game and it's the why the bears here. Or if it's a Notre, I'm going Notre Dame cause it's NO, uh, New Orleans has a, you know, last minute Alvin Kamara runs it in to get his second or third touchdown of the game type of scenario yeah. or Taysom Hill. Actually, Taysom Hill will probably slide if he had a long run, but I don't know. It, it, <laughs> 10 is, it seems like the, it's going to be a, a Vegas nose type of game when we uh all things are said and done. I feel like.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, so yeah, that, that, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't feel confident about my pick. I don't either. Of New Orleans, but uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't feel the best either, but the next game is going to be, I feel like this pick, we almost get a, all of us get a draw on it because, the line will probably probably will move as more news comes out of it. It's the Browns and the Steelers Sunday night football. Obviously the big news of this is the Browns have had all different COVID stuff, positive tests. They had a negative test today. So now the NFL said that it's still on schedule because there are negative tests and no more positives. Mm -hmm. Obviously their coach has a positive test, uh, which would be a huge, huge loss there. Um, this is something, though, we, we mentioned in the beginning of the show of the Steelers, whether or not they were upset with the, you know, sitting their players, which I don't think the Steelers are at all, and I don't think if you're a yeah. Steelers fan, don't be upset once again. Big man a week to, to rest, relax. Um, I do think it comes down to him, though, of how this game goes. I think the Browns, you know, they they obviously only won by two points. You know, Rudolph converts that. He doesn't throw it way over his receiver's head. And the, the, you know, that game probably goes to overtime and who knows what happens there. Uh, yep. I think the Browns really have something to prove here. Obviously COVID is a huge, 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 huge asterisk on this game. I think they have a lot to prove. They obviously lost the pr- aforementioned game of the year. The did Lamar Jackson go full Paul Pierce game. Um, <laughs> but I think it all really comes down to big Ben and, and what we get out of them. You know, obviously a couple weeks ago, We saw the Steelers put up a complete dud against the Cincinnati Bengals and a lot of that came down to to Ben Roethlisberger not playing well and just a complete disappearance of a Pittsburgh rushing attack that had been actually pretty good throughout the year. Um, Obviously Nick Chubb still looked really good last week and is still getting it done. Um, Baker Mayfield obviously he you know he probably needs to have the not the game of his life uh, but needs to be needs to be on point for this but I really think this does come down to Big Ben and, and whether or not he's fully healthy and, and how well does he play?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would, I would love to see, um, I would love to see Baker kind of prove some of the critics wrong here yeah. and to, to come out and like, I'm, I'm still a Baker believer. Like, I, I think that, uh, he has been, he's been really good this year, uh, more than he's, not been good i thought he was uh incredible in that monday night game i thought that he was really moving his offense with a lot of confidence um you can never count out the browns when chubb and hunt are healthy i think that there's no better two-headed monster uh in the league right now than uh chubb and, and and kareem hunt uh, I think that yeah, it, it's 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 depressing. Like, it, it, a, lot, a lot of what's going on in the world is depressing, but yeah. no, it's, it's it's depressing that um, you know COVID is really going to um, play the factor that it's going to in this game. That, that this is another game that I was talking about where I said that I think we would have been more excited about it, you know, even last couple week. weeks ago, maybe. Yeah. 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 And it's just, you know, it's just, it, it, I, which Pittsburgh team are we seeing? Are we seeing the team that like started 11 and oh are we seeing the t- or 10 and now we're starting to see the team that, you know, was a great, like a great comeback against the Colts, but, they don't come back in that game and what they drop, drop their last five games. Like, it's just, there's they're such a, I don't know. I, I think Claypool has a big game because I don't think that, uh, I don't think that the Browns really have uh, the, the outside help that that can really um, kind of stay with. I, th- I think that Claypool definitely has a big game, but you know, it depends on, uh, is uh, Miles Garrett going to be able to be in the backfield? Is he going to be able to, um, you know, get uh, Ben off the spot where like Ben's not the same guy that he was. Where uh, he throws passes very quickly now. He's not the guy who like kind of stands in the pocket and kind of bullies uh, some of these uh, defensive tackles guys trying to take him down. Where he's you know he's getting up there in years and he's 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 he's, a, he's an old veteran now. Um, and it's been tough for uh Pittsburgh, where you know they they lost one of their one of their two best defensive players when Dupree uh went down with yeah. the, I think the ACL. Um so
0: Yeah, both him and Devin Bush, both ACL injuries.
1: Yeah, yeah. So so Cleveland has a lot of you know, hey, hey like let's win this for coach. Like potential in them where they just like come out and they uh jam the ball down the, the Pittsburgh's throat with like a steady diet of Chubb and and Hunt and and Baker, you know, finding Landry Jones and, and Peoples Jones and uh, Landry Jones Landry, uh, <laughs> um, uh, Jarvis Landry, you know, you know what I mean. yeah, I um, gotcha. People oh, shown yeah, yeah. so could be an uh, X factor, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be um, like the the way that it's looking right now. It's looking like it's gonna be an easy win for Pittsburgh, but uh, you know, I'm not. Uh, I'm not giving up hope that uh, Cleveland kind of rallies around uh, some of their um, uh, some of the things they're fighting right now.
0: Yeah, it's I, you mentioned it. It's just a bummer that there is a playoff game that COVID affects in such a negative way. Cause this is something too, where this really did feel like the, that a change of the guard was starting to really make an effect in the AFC North of, you know, Baltimore had kind of, you know, they they kind of slipped for a little bit. We mentioned it when we were talking about their game of, they had that lull in the middle of the season and obviously Pittsburgh started 11 and 0. We can't, we can't like deny that, of that they had such a good nope. start to the year and everything there, but Cleveland. This was the year they they started to make the turn after, you know how whatever the list of quarterbacks is since Tim Couch and all the different times that we've heard whatever TV pundits say. Oh, they have the best roster, and then they still finish six and ten, and then back to zero and sixteen yep. or one and fifteen, yep. and all this different stuff. And and it's finally clicked for them, and it it really did seem like this could have been the shot for them to stick it to the big boys and, and really be there. And I, I don't want to think that it, that it's not because you mentioned there's the plate for coach factor. And yep. I think Nick Chubb might be the, the best running back on the field for the game. And that could be a big, you know, a big deal there of what ends up happening with the Steelers defense that, you know, their front, their front four is solid, but we mentioned there's some, you know, some missing keys in, at linebacker. Um, I don't know. It is really going to come down to a lot of those different players and, and Cleveland's de- defense is is very solid and we cannot, you know, discount that, but I don't know. It, it's going to be, uh, something to behold. It's the Steelers minus six, which I'm going to take the Steelers here. I think this is something that they figure it out and get it done. Uh, whether it's big Ben has an incredible game or somebody in the, the Steelers backfield has goes off. I'm not going to try to pick one of them because whoever I do is going to be a dud and you know, another is going <laughs> to go off. Uh, so I'm going to say the Steelers minus six here, they get it done. I'd, I'd love to see the upset and see, uh, you know, the Browns with everything they've had and how awesome it was to see them have fans throughout the, the rest of the season. And they deserved it. We mentioned with the bills, they deserve it too, but, uh, I got to go with the Steelers here. Minus six.
1: Um, I'm going to go for it. Uh, give me, give love me, it. let me cover
0: Love it, uh, Matty D. What do you have, Matty D? Uh, oh, he has Matty D has the Browns to cover and win. Oh, there you
1: go.
0: Oh man, I knew uh, I liked him. Oh, uh, <laughs> I love it. Um, I'm just holding off for the big, uh, big Pittsburgh loss coming a week from tonight. Flyers, Flyers, <laughs> Penguins kick off the season in a two game series, baseball style. But that's gonna do it for the weekend. I, uh, I'm very excited for the for the playoffs. We obviously have one last thing to talk Me too. about. The college football playoff national championship. First and foremost, we mentioned a little bit with Notre Dame playing, uh, you know, losing to Bama. The backdoor cover, um, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, to just wrap up the semifinal games. I don't know. You know, I think I didn't think that Notre Dame was the right team to get in there. It's also though seeing the the A and M UNC game and how that ended up. Well, you know. Ended up being a A and M multi touchdown win, but the fact that they let North Carolina hang in there for so long and, and you know, Cincinnati obviously lost and all these different teams, you know, er, how everything went, you know I'm okay with it. Yeah, it and so it yeah.
1: This was a college football season where there was a clear one through three. Yes. And then there was a chasm and then there was a four. Yeah. Like you so, know put I, in who you wanna put in there it's, it's, it's a similar result.
0: Yeah. I get it. You want to, um, you know, you want to be upset that Notre Dame didn't, you know, Notre Dame lost in their championship game, which I, that's my big philosophy is I think champions should be in the playoff while it's only four mm-hmm. teams. Once you expand to six, especially if you expand to eight, you know, then all bets are off that you want to seat it. But, um, I think the four teams should be conference champions, but I was state lost, you know, Oklahoma had, a, had multiple losses, Oregon was a replacement team, all this sort of stuff. Um, But, you know, know, I think bowl season's been quite exciting. And then obviously we had it. We had it with uh, Ohio State where they took down Clemson in Mm -hmm. an awesome game. I mean, I I know I mentioned it was kind of a dud, but Ohio State really put it to them. And Justin Fields played incredible. He's dropping dimes left and right. uh, And they looked really good. And I think, you know, Bama's now up to a a seven-and-a-half point favorite. It opened at seven uh over under though is set at seventy five and a half points which is just incredible to think about. Obviously Devonte Smith or Devonta Smith won the Heisman uh since the last time we've spoken. Yeah. Actually last night. Um so he you know obviously he is uh you know the player to watch but Jalen Waddle may play which I think changes the, the to be punny changes the tide wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Uh and I don't know. It's, this is going to be a, a lot of fun to watch. I think the people that think it's a walk in the park for Bama, you said it. It was a clear one, two, three. I think the people that were upset that Ohio State got into the playoffs or got their, you know, got the made up rule remade up for them to be able to go to the Big Ten Championship. I think you know they proved that they should have been there. And if it was a full season, maybe they lose a game here or there. You know, maybe they mm-hmm. lose to, maybe they lose to Indiana after playing a full season or Wisconsin or whomever I'm trying to th- you know, throw out a, 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 good name. They weren't going to lose to Penn state or Michigan <laughs> given what nope. we ended up knowing about Penn state and Michigan. But, uh, you know, I think they still deserve to be there. Even if they, you know, you give them a 12 game regular season, they're 11 and one 12 and one with a big 10 championship. You know, I think that they deserve to be there. This is going to be a lot of fun. Obviously Justin Fields is going to be the guy to, to watch, you know, everybody's saying he needs to play the game of his life. I don't think that's incorrect, Um, but I think Trey Sermon, if he's firing on all cylinders, like we saw against Clemson, a team that had a very solid defense and obviously the ejection with the turn and all that stuff, uh, you know, that seemed to make a big difference. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I think if Sermon's playing well too, it obviously opens things up for fields and what he can do with both his legs and his arm.
1: Yeah. I I was very impressed with, um, with, I thought that, uh, Justin had an unbelievable game, uh, and really uh, turned a lot of turned a lot of uh, heads uh, amongst Jet fans for sure, who are kind of crying in their coffee a little bit about uh, missing out on the the, the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. Um, but you know, we, we were talking earlier about you know, the, the the COVID concerns with uh, Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Like this, definitely, uh, it, it's it's like. We're not sure about, like, is this game going to happen when it's supposed to happen? It's, just, like, it's still very kind of up in the air a little bit. Yeah. yeah
0: it'll be, uh, I mean, if it is something where COVID once again makes it rears its ugly head. And, and, you know, if you're a Clemson fan, you want to say that your offensive coordinator getting it is, uh, you know, the difference that made it for Trevor Lawrence or whatever, um, you know, okay. Uh, I think that game was was still pretty good and everything there. But, yeah. If, I mean, I don't know. It also feels almost like it's the perfect way to end a COVID crazy season where that ended up being the, I don't know. That's, it's a little too blase of me to go for that, but if it is yep, something yep. where it delays it again, uh, you know, I don't know. It uh, you know, obviously there's plenty of time in the world to go from there to, uh, reschedule this thing or, or figure out what happens. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I think, uh, gonna be a fun this is gonna be a lot of fun to watch i think
1: i think so too um i'm gonna take i'm gonna take Bama i think that they are um there's kind of a wagon right now and yeah. I, I, I think that um I, I think they win the game um yeah uh, I, you know I, I i don't love either team uh personally yeah uh but i, I think that uh, I, I i think it should be a good game but I, I do uh, believe uh, Bama to uh, pull this one out.
0: No, I do too. I, I really don't like Ohio State. Uh, and I'm, you know, I don't dislike <laughs> Bama, but I also am kind of tired of seeing them always up there. But I think they're probably going to win by two touchdowns. I just don't think between mm-hmm. – I, I didn't even mention Najee Harris. I mean, all the different weapons that Alabama has that you're going to mm-hmm. be hearing very soon in the NFL – um i just think that's too much for them to handle i know their defense has been very solid up in uh, up in columbus for the the Buckeyes, but bama's just too good this is a team that yep. i think in uh i don't know where where they would end up ranking comparatively to that lsu team or to some of those usc teams when reggie bush was taking all that money uh, <laughs> sorry i had to throw the dig there but you know this is a this is a team that i feel like we're not going to see a ton we're not going to see a team or maybe we will. Cause they, these three schools that are the top three seem to be getting all the recruits now, but this is a, a collection of talent that is, you know, we're going to look back and be like, Oh yeah, remember they all played together. That kind of a mm-hmm. thing. Um, although we might be saying that, uh, if the Bengals and the Vikings ever play each other with Burrow and Justin Jefferson, but, um, <laughs> I don't know. They're just really good. So I, I, I too, am taking Bama as is Matt, according to his picks, uh, but I like, I, I almost have to say I'm going to bet the over on this just to, just to say I did seventy five and a half yeah, points.
1: Give me points.
0: Yeah. <laughs> points, 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 which I should have done. Update on the Sixers. They won by five points. My, uh, my system said the Sixers was a, a good bet minus six and a half. I've had bet. This is the first game. I didn't bet the over. They were previously one five on the over. They didn't hit it. Ah, tough, tough, but they won. <laughs> That's all that matters. They won. <laughs> uh, a lot of people give me sh- yes. a lot of people give me shit because I tweeted it out last Saturday that uh, and Instagrammed it that Lehigh had their opening game for college basketball and I threw some money on him and I bet the one and a half point spread and Lehigh won and then people are like oh bad beat bad beat Lehigh won on a on a what's it called they won on a buzzer beater that ended up being on Sports Center I got all yeah, I needed so I was- out of that game I'm glad to have paid twenty five dollars <laughs> for Scott Van Pelt to talk about Lehigh Lafayette so that's how I look at. it. <laughs>
1: exactly it's a good attitude to have buddy yeah oh yeah
0: yeah you got it. if you're you know that's what i tell people if they're like oh how do you you know why do you gamble if you lose well if you can't take a couple losses here and there then don't then don't do it just make picks and sound like an idiot like we do on a podcast just start a podcast <laughs> uh not that you sound like um idiot. i have I you like
1: been uh <laughs> i know we're, we're we're wrapping up so there's a little general chit chat going on uh but have you uh, have you been playing on, on whatever system you have? Uh, the um, PGA 2K.
0: I do. I got it for Christmas. I have it on my Switch. I
1: got it for Christmas as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I love it. It's awesome.
1: Uh, yeah, it's it, it's been it, it's a good uh, it's like a good interface. I, I'm enjoying playing it for sure. So,
0: so I played. Uh, I played. The, so it's a continuation of a ser- of a series, the Golf Club, and there okay. was Golf Club One and Two, and then. The one that came out in 2018 was the Golf Club 2019, featuring 2K. 2K, like I don't think they bought the studio; they might have at this point, but they just like gotten involved, and that's how they got the P- they got the PGA Tour involved for it. But that one only had six TPC courses <coughs> and the license to the FedEx Cup, but it didn't have East Lake. And now this one has East Lake, obviously, and it has a lot more actual tour stops. But the always the big thing was the course designer, which is really hard. I don't know if you have checked that out yet. But what's really I cool, not
1: yet. I, I'm in the midst of my 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 PGA career. Oh yeah, I am too. But I've not tested out the, uh, the the designer yet.
0: So the designer is really tough to get to get used to of your own design. But uh-huh. if you search for courses, you can find them all. You can find all the awesome courses all over the place. Um, cool. Although. I'd found through various Facebook groups I'm on that I think in 2019, there was, there was one that was flat out Augusta, but now it, I think Augusta got found out and got pissed off. So apparently they're under different names. I looked up one and it was definitely not Augusta national. <laughs> it was on a cliff that I thought, Oh, maybe this is how they're hiding it. And it wasn't, but there, you know, Augusta's out there. I played Marion, which was awesome to do. Obviously uh, really close to here, right outside of Philly. Um, One of my buddies, his father-in-law lives right off of Marion. Uh, I tried to look up my club and somebody made it and it's the right yardages and everything, but uh, the aesthetic of it, it can, it really makes you appreciate the people who took the time, both the the programmers of the game, (laughs) as well as the people who took the time to actually design these things and how hard it actually is, uh, how bad this looked and uh, some of the creative liberties that they took on that. But overall, great game. I know um, sports games on Nintendo consoles outside of really, you know, the, uh, the, if it doesn't have the word Mario in front of it, or, uh, you know, the, the old Gretzky 3d hockey and mm-hmm. NBA jam, all that they don't have the best reputation in the modern era of gaming, but this is definitely one I, you know, I asked for it for Christmas and, and my sister asked which console did I wanted for, cause I have a PS4 as well. And I did a, I watched it on YouTube cause I love the concept of, you know, the switch and everything of being able to play it like an old game boy and still watch sports and all that sort of stuff. So. The only thing that was bad yeah, was the graphics. Uh,
1: so, yeah. So I have it on the PS4, uh, and I think we both, uh, for any golf fans out that we both recommend. Yes,
0: absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah, the PGA tour starts tomorrow or the, or technically the season has been underway, but really gets underway with the century tournament of champions out in Hawaii at, uh, um, uh, Kapalua. I don't know why that was escaping me, but, uh, it's just great that the tour, <laughs> obviously the, you know, the masters in November and all that sort of stuff, uh, Great that we're getting kind of back onto a normal schedule. Obviously, no fans for a little while, uh, but it, it's fun. It's, it's going to be great to kind of get back into the swing of things. Obviously, hockey starts next Wednesday. I'm hoping, as a show note, that we're going to try to get a preview out before then. Um, we we're talking about before the basketball season well underway. And college basketball, similar to college football, is uh, limping its way through the COVID-ridden season. So, fingers crossed that mm-hmm. we that we start to get some more clarity throughout the uh the 2021 sports calendar.
1: Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that, 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 that that's all I have there, buddy.
0: Yeah. That, uh, that's about it for me as well, but let's, uh, <laughs> let's send everybody on their way. Obviously. Thank you for jumping on. I really appreciate it. I know, uh, we're going to have you as a guest, but I appreciate you hopping on for the guest hosting spot.
1: Of course, brother. Anytime. And then, uh, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do it again. Uh, Hopefully, uh, in March, because, yes. uh, you know, hopefully baseball is going to be on track for an April start. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, since I invented the new, uh, the draft, the new, uh, division draft, I, yes. I think I, uh, I need to come back on and do one of the divisions for you. Yes, absolutely. So we'll, uh, hopefully we'll, we'll talk again soon. And hopefully before then, uh, uh, people should check out, uh, pilot season because, uh, we're already in talks to, uh, Maybe do something else, uh, pretty soon. Yes. So hopefully, uh, you know, much more of uh, the two of us, uh, convincing, uh, on the podcast. So, Hell yeah. Um, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Check it gonna, out. I was gonna say, yeah. What uh, what what's been going on with podcast season? What uh, what shows or not podcast pilot season? What pilots <laughs> have you covered recently?
1: <laughs> so i I just recorded. Uh, I just put out an episode uh, with uh, the great Jordan Kalish, uh, where we talked about Kirby enthusiasm which was a lot of fun uh but uh my my, my favorite thing i've done on, on pilot season probably ever was um inspired by uh one of uh well, one of my favorite podcasts all fantasy everything uh i uh did a fantasy draft of the most iconic tv episodes of the last 20 years and i did that with um a, a star-studded panel of uh, of the aforementioned chapelle uh, our friend Naomi, and uh, TikTok Nicole. And it was much fun had by all. So if you have not checked that one out yet, please do so. And uh, let us know who won the draft. It, it was so much fun.
0: Oh yeah. I uh, That is queued up for me. I'm kind of, because uh, of shifts in my job, uh, my pseudo promotions I called it, I've uh, had less time for podcasts throughout the day, so I'm catching up. But that uh, that is one I'm very excited for. I had my And I actually just found it the other day. I had had my ballot half filled out and I'd gone away from it for something. Uh, But I did include Stumptown to nominate. I was hoping for a shout out, but I forgot to submit it. But uh, I'm very excited to see that because there's some really good episodes of TV out there that I'm excited to hear you guys break down. I've heard some of them on pilot season before and uh, yeah, it's going to be be great.
1: uh, Be be sure to check it out. And, and, you know, if, if you are. Uh, not in the know of uh, who those uh, who those guests are that I just mentioned. Uh, they're all all stars. They're all, yes. all absolutely uh, phenomenal uh, people and guests. So uh, check it out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Mike, thank you again. This is a ton of fun, and like you mentioned, it we're definitely going to do this again. Uh, hopefully, baseball is on track for yes. less than three months. Not going. Uh, less than uh, what? It's almost three months until I get married, and that'd be week two of baseball. So. Awesome stuff. But um yeah, that's gonna do it, everybody. Yankee
1: fan, Yankee, signed DJ LeMayu.
0: Yeah, Philly signed fucking lock GT lock. Yeah. <laughs> lock, lock, yeah. <laughs> I am not confident, but or at least for the Philly side of things. But um yeah, there's at least, you know, we have Alcbohm, we have Aaron Nola. there's there's people to be excited about. But um, <laughs> Mike, thank you again. Everybody, thank you for listening. Have a great weekend, everybody. Make sure to follow Mike on twitter unsuccess story right no
1: no uh no, no no uh no uh mjcsvn
0: okay awesome um i did yes. not realize you changed your, your handle i apologize there
1: i did yes, um,
0: yes, yes, yes. yeah so follow him there jordo9 for me thunder blg for the blog have a great weekend everybody enjoy the football there's no more fly eagles fly so go sports